Navigator Framework Studio in Music City. It's the Dining at Disney podcast. You know the thing about good food? It brings folks together. All walks of life. You'll discover all the best restaurants and food as you hungrily explore the Disney parks. Let's do this thing! The Dining at Disney podcast. Welcome to the Dining at Disney podcast. I am Kristen, Disney park enthusiast, foodie, travel expert, and I can't decide what to be for Halloween. So I don't know. Maybe I should just be a ghost. Be yourself. <laughs> That's what Chris Cornell would say. Uh, Al John Go here, music guru dude, also content creator, lovingly, proudly being a Star Wars Disney Marvel fan. Love the Disney food. And I hand it over and pass the baton to Kat. I'm Kat, experiential producer, film historian, and uh, definitely still not a vampire. Uh, if you haven't already, Kat. please make sure to like, subscribe, and click the notification bell. That was one of the things on my list to possibly be for Halloween. A vampire? That's always a good one. I'm yeah, lazy. I, I, I always just I, slap I, some I, cat ears on found um a couple of websites thanks to <laughs> facebook yeah and some of them have like steampunk kind of stuff and but you can find all kinds of like cool like renaissance clothes and things oh, like that yeah. okay so i have to tell you i'm leaning more towards star wars and i'll tell you why because if i do something star wars i'm kind of inclined to wear a variation of it when we go to the Disney parks over at Galaxy's Edge. You could find something like Padme inspired. Yeah, I told Kristen that maybe we should do some kind of bounding, like a Disney bounding kind of thing, but she's No, we're out. We're out on Disney bounding. No, no I, like I want I I want I want to get dressed up. <laughs> and the thing for me is that, you know, we we've got not a lot of space to pack or you know I, I feel like we don't need to take a whole lot and that a costume of that magnitude would take up some space because she's wanting to get like a she's really leaning toward the medieval kind of dress you know renaissance fair kind of dress and i'm thinking this is great but it takes up so much space so <laughs> it's a tough one you guys yeah i don't know i her indecision is leaving me kind of with this anxiety because i know that uh, i really do want to have some kind of couples costume which would be great and if she goes renaissance that's completely fine i can go renaissance too like i i i'd been thinking about she's been thinking about doing something from brave or doing something beauty and the beast. And then I would have to follow suit and do something like Fergal or something like, uh, like, you know, the Prince from beauty and the beast and kind of get that outfit going, but it's a lot, it's just a lot. <laughs> so anyway, I, I don't dress up. I'm alone and I just put cat ears on. It's the easiest thing to do. I can, I can be a member of the Mickey mouse club and just wear a shirt with the Mickey mouse club on it. And, have my little mouse ears and my Mickey Mouse shorts and we'd be in good shape. Al John, before we got on this call, I was watching an episode of the Mickey Mouse Club. <laughs> oh really? Was it yes. vintage or what is it was it like? No, nineteen ninety two. Ninety two? Okay. Six episode five. Oh, okay. So you're getting you're getting your Christina Aguilera on. I'm getting my JC Chazé on. Getting your Chazé on. I know. I'm I know. spiraling. <laughs> anyway, back to the food talk. Today on the show, Kristen, what do we have to talk about today? We are going to be talking about 10 worst Disney World restaurants, according to Yelp. Yelp. I need someone. Yelp. No. That was just, no. Oh. So are you a Yelp user, Kat? I use Yelp a lot. I love Yelp. Yeah. It's great. They have so many interesting things and people are nuts, so I benefit off of their nutsness <laughs> most sure. of the time. How about you, Kristen? Do you use Yelp when you're trying to decide on a place to eat? I've used it before, yeah. I haven't used it in a while. I used to use it quite a bit. Yeah, same. Especially when traveling. 
I do read reviews a lot too. Sometimes, sometimes it comes up on Google. Sometimes it comes up on Yelp, TripAdvisor. You know, a, a lot of times when I'm traveling. But uh, Yelp, Yelp is very helpful because I think you can get a sense of the overall expectation of what you're getting into when you're trying to get into a new restaurant. You know, if you can find a good review. Like there's ones where people are like, the food was awful, the service was bad. And it's like, okay, what was awful about the food? What didn't you like? Like, don't just yeah. say the food was bad. Don't leave me at that. Like yeah, I need, yeah. need to go into into detail. Yeah, thoughtful, a thoughtful review. And those are important. You know. That said, we have reviews and ratings here that we can discuss for this top ten list, which is amazing because uh, it's just it's just great because i feel like we can do another show regarding the top best reviewed yelp restaurants you know yeah so this this could go on for the following week but shall we just start at the very bottom yes we should you know we haven't done a worst or anything like that in a very 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 long time <laughs> so, it, so it it's much ado Okay. Well, let's start at number 10. Boy, this reminds me of the Disney List episode. Lotus Blossom Cafe. Ooh. Yes. So if you want to know where Lotus Blossom Cafe is. It is in China. Epcot. <laughs> it's in China. Epcot. Yes, Thank it is quick service. Epcot. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it is in China. Oh, wow. It's a big place. All the way over there. Needle in a haystack, guys. <laughs> yes, it is in the world showcased at Epcot. Yes. Okay, so my feeling on this. It's a cafe, y'all. I never really ever thought that this was like a restaurant that was even worth reviewing. But Yeah, I don't know that I'd even call this a cafe, to tell you the truth. Uh, no, I mean, it's it's quick service. Yeah. It's one of those places that if you are a picky eater, but you like, you know, your typical basic um, quick service Chinese that you find in the mall, this is where you're going to go. Yeah. Because you'll like it. So. Yeah. Personally, I, I skipped this place. So for the reviews of Lotus Blossom Cafe. Yes. All right. Um, we've got some reviews that are here. I'm going to read a couple of them for you. Okay. I know you weren't planning on it, but I'm going to read some. Uh, it's got a rating of 6.55 out of 10. It is 82% recommended by. There's only 22 reviews. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of reviews. And I wonder why. But <laughs> this one gave it a 10 out of 10, y'all. The pros being delicious food, great portions, plenty of seating, shade. <laughs> okay, I'm going to read this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Whoa, did not expect to love this stop. It is an unexpected find with plenty of shade seating and plenty of options. My mom and I ordered the orange chicken platter and upgraded to fried rice to share. The portions were huge and it filled us up. The fried rice had chunks of chicken in it. We also ordered pot stickers, and they were also amazing. The orange chicken was not overly battered and flavored very well. A must-eat at a good price to share. No cons. So um, that was one. I'll just read another. Or would you like to read one, Kristen? No, I'm going to let you read. Okay. <laughs> Stopped in for some quick chicken pot stickers and to get a cold drink. This cafe was very efficient, and my food was ready super fast. I thought the pot stickers were very good, and I came back again in a few days for more. I really can't say the pot stickers were authentic, air quotes, but I can say they were delicious and hit the spot for me. Pros. Great quick snack. Short wait times. Cons. Maybe there are better options elsewhere in the pavilion. So, I'll read this last one. Reviewed by Anonymous, 5 out of 10, not recommended. 
boring and unoriginal food. It's fine if you're starving or have picky eaters that want average Chinese food. I've had 10 times better food at the Chinese restaurants by my house. Pros, covered seating. Cons, not a lot of options. So, what do you think, gang? Does it I already it? told you what I thought. Like, I'm, no. It doesn't even appear on my radar at all. Mm-hmm. For any list. I'm kind of indifferent toward it. But if I had to give it a rating, I, I've had food there before. And I am also part Chinese. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. As somebody who's Chinese. Uh, and- is it authentic? <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, like, if you called like would the, you tell the mall another- Chinese restaurant authentic, I mean, it is made by Chinese people. There are Chinese people that make the food there. Um, but to me, you know, it's difficult because it's just, there's just nothing outstanding about it in any way. So in that, uh, for that, I will give it a five out of 10. If I was to give my Yelp review, fair to Midland, not bad, not great. Just meh. Yeah, I agree. I think the only times I've ever come to this specific location is, if the line for beverages at the Mexico Pavilion is very long. 100%. Because they have Diet Coke, obviously. And also the, their tea is good. They have good tea. Of course, it's the China Pavilion. But yeah, as far as food goes, I'm out, I think. Mm. Also, I'm apparently I'm losing my voice. Oh, geez. Okay. Maybe well, you need some tea. Sorry. Maybe, sorry. Yeah, yeah maybe I know. Tea. Chai tea latte. Next on the agenda, Kristen, is one of the restaurants that we've eaten at most recently. Yes, and that would be Hollywood and Vine. There are 348 reviews. (laughs) And it has a 3.3 out of 5. So... mm, I feel that like this and many of the other character dining experiences, you are not going for the food. You are going for the character experience. So you have to decide, are you there for food? Or are you there for the character dining experience? If you are there because you want some good food and want to see characters, you are going to be sadly disappointed. I just, I don't, and it's, it is a buffet. So that's the other thing. Um, the food is. Uninspiring. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> like, I mean, you've got mashed potatoes and green beans and beef, beef tenderloin, tenderloin and <laughs> fried chicken and things like that. So I personally, when we went I think I ate more salad stuff than anything else. Oh, I ate the fried chicken. Yeah, it's kind of what what to do there. I will agree with you 100%. I don't go to Hollywood and Vine unless I'm there with the kids. And in fact, we hadn't eaten at Hollywood Vine ever, really. I mean, I think we ate there one time before for one of our birthdays or something like that. Like a long, we ate long there a long time, time. Long time ago. We ate there back in the day when I was I was determined. Like every time we went, every restaurant had to be new. Except we could go to Racklin Road, <laughs> and that would be like we're gonna go in and get an appetizer and a drink kind yeah. of thing. Um, we because I was everywhere. there on a mission to knock out every single restaurant at Walt Disney World. Yeah, and we did. At the except time. for Shula's. Yeah, except for Shula's at the time. So now, Kat, do you have any thoughts on Hollywood and Vine? This is one of the very few places I've never eaten before. Uh, so I can't really speak to it, but the price tag for a buffet, I'm I'm always going to say just go to Crystal Palace like or Chef Mickey's if you really, that's like, those are my two. If you, if you really want to see characters, those are the two you do. And Boma, if you're just there for the buffet. So, uh, Kat, I have here, Kristen, a review. It's it's an older review, sir, but it checks out. Okay. Uh, 
A lot are wondering why this place gets low scores for dinner. I suspect these people have never eaten at a non-Disney buffet before. The food was good, but as far as buffets go, I would say it was adequate, not plentiful. I've seen at least much variety at Golden Corral slash Old Country Buffet. Buffet. The food is also on par with those places as well, at least since they are both revamped their restaurants and menus in recent years. I'm used to paying more at Disney, but I'm tired of paying double the price and feeling like I got less than I could get outside of Disney. I found that the desserts at non-Disney buffets to have more variety and appeal. The service was average. If you're trying to fill slots on your premium dining plan or don't really care about getting good value, you might enjoy this buffet. But if you're looking for special dining experiences, this is definitely not it. If you really want to eat a buffet on property, try Trails End. No more. Which is not anymore. It's cheaper and has similar quality food. Trails End hasn't been a buffet for a long time either. Yeah, well, it's an old-ass review, but I said it still checks out. I I agree, 100%. (laughs) Yeah, so, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's uninspiring food. Um, the wait staff was really good yeah, though when we, we went. A, the, yeah. the wait staff on on the times we have gone were very good. The character dining is really really good as well. The kids have a great time, and that's really what it's all about. So go there for the character dining. Don't go there for the food. Uh, know what you're getting into. Most character dining places are like that, but there are a couple standouts that we will talk about in future episodes because I think it's time for us to kind of update our character dining. Um, now that we've done a bunch more character dining with the kids, um, I think it's important we update that. But anyway, uh, Hollywood and Vine does get a lower score for me. If I were to rate it out of 10, it would be a four out of 10 for me. Mm. Yeah. Great. Like I said, for all the other reasons outside of food. I'll give it a 4.5 because of characters. Yeah, I, I gave it a. <laughs> the redeeming quality of my four out of ten were simply the characters and characters the service. and the service yes yeah, we had a great server last time yeah, i mean you get sat down they always kept your beverage full they always ask you what you re- you needed they were always mm-hmm. super helpful and understanding with the children so i think if you're a parent looking for a good quality character dining experience this is great otherwise go to animal kingdom and do their character dining because that's mm-hmm. the food is actually 10 times better agree anyway Next up, Kat, have you ever eaten at this restaurant, El Molino? No. Oh. No. Well. We don't eat Italian. We Every time we talk about Italian places, I feel like I'm like the, you know, the sad trombone. It's like, we don't eat Italian. No. But we don't. So <laughs> most of the, whenever we talk about an Italian place, especially if it's not good, I'm not going to have eaten there most likely. Which is unfortunate. Kristen, you want to tell everybody where El Molino is? It is located over at the Swan and Dolphin. I believe, if I remember right, it is on the Swan side. Okay. With kimonos. Yeah. The thing about El Molino is that it's definitely, as Kat said, it's Italian. It's pasta and steaks. And... um. I've eaten there separately from with the, or did we go there together? We've been there multiple times together. Okay, great. You see, this is, it's <laughs> <laughs> indicative of, of the place. Um, It's good. We've had good, we've it's had good. good food there. It's, it's good food. been a while. It's been a minute. Uh, You know, we get samplings from El Molino every year when we do the food wine classic, when we were doing that on the regular, Um, mm-hmm. but would attend and go there. Um, look i mean it's it's solid and like i said solid and consistent is good for restaurants at disney world i would say maybe five years since we've been there yeah it's been a minute and last time it was good when we were there we had great service we had good food you say five years and i remember it's like you know because of the pandy you know we basically spent two years in a time warp so it literally didn't even seem like that long ago since we've been there i can still smell the uh the food in the the lobby in my brain um, or in the hall in my brain. But anyway. Uh, it feels like, according to this this Yelp, this Yelp, to the Yelp reviews, why am I having issues today? Um, that the service and the food used to be pretty good, and it's sort of slid off the 
mm-hmm. side of the mountain over there. Yeah. Yeah. Which well, is disappointing, but it is. These are these are older reviews. Well, this one's from a year. That one's from a year ago. Yeah, th- these but these are reviews from the site. These are not reviews from Yelp, unfortunately. No, I but, think uh, they are. Oh, they are. The, this one is from like two weeks ago. Okay, are you on Yelp now? I am. Yeah, you want to read a review? Sure. Great. Uh, let's do this one. It's a two out of five stars. Ooh. Uh, and sh- this person says, Il Molino used to be one of my favorite places on Disney property to get good Italian food, but in mo- some most recent visits, it has definitely gone downhill. Uh, we got the meatballs and RNC for appetizers, both with delicious would order again. But for entrees, we got cacio e pepe, ravioli, and carbonara. And the ravioli was undercooked, and the pasta was hard, not in a good way. The dishes were both very greasy and didn't have a lot of flavor. It was like eating a whole bowl of oil. Oh, Lastly, I don't know if it depends on the server, but the past few times we've not been offered the complimentary lemoncello when multiple tables around us have. I understand it's complimentary and just something nice at the end of the meal, but if you're going to do something like that, it needs to be consistent like it used to be. Just feels a little rude seeing other guests around you being offered it and not getting the same in return. Oh, yeah, that's. Oh, that hurts. Yeah. Ouch. That <laughs> really hurts. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. That's a shame. Well, let's move on, Kristen. What's next? Fairfax Fair. Oh, my God. There are <laughs> 73 reviews on there, and it's a 3.4 out of 5. Wow. Okay. Um, this is a place that frequently changes menus. Like, I feel like it is a test location for Disney. Like, let's see how these hot dogs with very unusual toppings do, you know? Um, They just, I I feel like it's a, like like I said, a test location for Disney. Sometimes the food's great. Other times you look at it and you're like, "Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I feel like in the past when they were serving hot dogs here, it wasn't like the worst thing ever. But when they switched to these waffle bowls, I just kind of scratched this one off my list unless I really am desperate for a soda. (laughs) Because, yeah, they have some seasonal offerings like the mermaid stuff for the Little Mermaid, obviously. But everything is served in a waffle bowl now and can't can't go there. You know, the last few times we went by there, there has not been a line. Like, you could literally walk up to the window. Yeah. Which, it used to not be that way. It used to have long lines. Yeah, because uh, hot yeah. dogs are easy. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember what it was before they did the hot dogs, because that was really good, too. Mm. Um, yeah, I can't 2018. Think Oh, seven layer rice bowls. Ooh. Used, that's what it was. It was rice bowls with uh pork or chicken with salsa, cheese, rice, beans, sour cream, and corn. If you want guacamole, it's extra. Yeah. Nice. And then it was hot dogs. It was like crazy hot dogs. And now it's these bowls that are. Yeah. I used to be, I haven't done the waffle bowls there. I don't know. It just didn't appeal to me when I've walked by. Yeah. There you go. Any any other great reviews for Fairfax Fair from Yelp? Um, let's see, what's this one say? No, this is from five years ago. That's not gonna do us any good. No. <laughs> Alrighty then. Moving on. Okay. What's next? Restaurantosaurus over in Disney's Animal Kingdom. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I can't, I can't really argue with that. 
Um, it's got classic diner food. You've got sandwiches, salads, hot dogs, burgers, that kind of stuff. Quick service. Uh, the bar inside is good. <laughs> yeah, that's that would be my redeeming for this one is that they have the like pass holder lounge in there now. <laughs> so if you have if you're a pass holder, you can go in there and like sit in the air conditioning and get like a drink. And- it's air. I was gonna say it's air conditioned, which is yeah. a good thing. Um, and they always have something seasonal happening. Yeah, I just find that there's so many other places that at Animal Kingdom that I'd rather eat. Oh yeah. That I just this menu doesn't go you need to eat here. Mm-hmm. I think if you are looking for your very standard you know amusement park type fare then this is it cuz you're going to get your hamburgers, your hot dogs, your you know chicken nuggets or whatever. It's just yeah. not, it's not going to be you're not going to have a wow factor here. Yeah. No. I don't really have anything to say, say for that other than the fact that I do like um, the lounge they put in there. Yeah, yeah. that's what I said earlier. Yeah, the you drinks. Said that. Yep. I mean, that's really where it is. Yeah. Yeah. I do feel like this location, I, I obviously when they change everything over there, it's going to change, but it definitely is like a your kids have been playing in this sand pit for three hours. Now you want to go inside of a place. Here it is. <laughs> Can I tell you how much I'm glad that that little sand thing's going away? We avoided that with the kids when we, we went because I've been there and and hung out with a kid in the sand pit, and there's a lot of other things I'd rather be doing the, at Animal Kingdom. Yes. So yes, yeah. when we were the right age to play in there. Matthew and I, we we would rather have played at the Honey We Shrunk Ourselves or whatever (sighs) thing at MGM because that's what's still there when we were kids. We were like, we'd rather play there than here. Why would we play here? It's gross. There you go. See, I was 16, 17, my first time at Disney. (sighs) So I never would have wanted to play in anything like that. But I will tell you, that's back when Journey into Imagination had that whole little play area and stuff yeah. where you could little do the little movies and you had to act out stuff, but you didn't know what the background was. Yep, yep. That was a fun place to play as a teen. Well, I tell you what is uh, now the king of mediocrity in terms of this uh, bottom or this top 10 of the worst reviewed Yelp Walt Disney World restaurants is a uh, backlot express it sits firmly at number five uh three out of four stars out of five according to yelp um that's a 6.3 out of oh i'm sorry that is a uh yeah that's what it said yeah uh it actually rates a little bit higher here by some other readers and other poll reader polls at 7.1 yeah we're not um, in that one it's super look backlot express over at hollywood studios is kind of like restaurant source yeah just typical park food mm-hmm. options chicken right? burgers fries chicken tenders that is the basic the basic of it all the only purpose is to go in there because it has ac you know yeah. that's a theme like the food that is subpar seems to have really good ac it also has ample yeah. seating that too you know, ample seating, the restrooms are there, generally very clean. That's a huge plus uh, for people that really just, you know, <laughs> need to use the restroom and feel comfortable in a nice, clean <laughs> clean environment. Um, for parents that are changing their children, also a great opportunity there to do that. Um, and it's just, like I said, it's just generally very clean in that restaurant, um, ample seating. I will say the best thing I ever ate here was during Star Wars weekends and they had the Darth Vader peanut butter cupcakes. Yeah, that, that was, oh, yeah. yeah, those are, those are wonderful. Mm-hmm. Now one review said backlot express is pretty accurately, pretty accurately encapsulates what I picture when I think of theme park fast food. 
The menu is pretty basic. Think fries, chicken tenders, and burgers. This restaurant is huge and can clearly handle large volumes of guests during busy season. And that's where we're at, y'all. Once again, uninspiring, great for a quick bite, a respite, if you will, a place to chillax. Uh, the other point I will make, other than the fact that it's clean, ample seating, clean restrooms, is the fact that it actually has a soda fountain there. So if you want to go ahead yeah. and get a refill, uh, this is your place. Get yourself a small drink, a refill to your heart's content, and have the kids drink your soda. <laughs> and then you go back and refill some more. Yep. So uh, the soda fountain is. Don't totally- give them too much if you're going to be in line for like rides of the resistance or something. Oh yeah, you don't want to. <laughs> yeah, make sure they're they wear their uh, ultra ultra diapers. <laughs> you don't want to have to break line to be like, mommy, daddy, gotta go potty. I'm like, we've been in this line for 45 minutes. Uh, that's that's a the horror the horror of it all. No thanks. No thanks. Let's move on, <laughs> shall we? Also, <laughs> in the bottom list of uh, mediocrity of the Disney parks is Pizza Fari. You knew it had to be here. You knew it was going to show up here. It's no surprise to us. Probably no surprise to you if you've been listening to the show for any length of period. Um, three it's out an of four. Animal Kingdom. Did we three say out of four that? or five? No, no. Three out of four stars out of five. Um, Kristen, what else can you say about Pizza Fari there at Animal Kingdom? Um, if you have small children that like pizza, this is your place. Like this is, I've got, you know, a four and six year old that want pizza. This is where you take them because it lives up to its name. Pizza far. I mean, they're, they're going to be the ones that enjoy it most because uh, it's you know what i would love for, i think it's the worst pizza probably on disney property agree you know what i think they, they need to overhaul pizza fari into they need to make it into like a blaze pizza experience yeah because like can you imagine the line for that yeah i get it i totally get it you know, and that's what they don't want. They have these big restaurants here to handle, as they said in the last review, large volumes of people that want to get in, get out. Cheese and pepperoni pizza are the pizza du jour. Every du jour, every day, it's the same pizza. Every day, it's the same Caesar salad. Every day, it's the same soft drinks. It's like, get in, get out, and go get on, you know, get on the Yeti ride. Do it. So, um, Kat, do you have anything to add to this? I I just, okay, so I am like, you know this, I am a Joe Rohde scholar. I love the things that he did when the park first opened, and Pizza Fari is a relic of that work, I believe, in in my opinion. Um, I don't eat here, but I do go in every time because the murals in this location are so beautiful. They are. It's a very pretty restaurant. It's gorgeous on the inside, which is so disappointing because like I want to spend time in there just to look at all the art, but also like the smell makes me nauseous. <laughs> so definitely go to see the art, but don't stay for the food. Unless so, you are absolutely starving or have any yeah. ones. I yeah, look, Pizza Fari over Pizza Planet over there at Hollywood Studios. What has the edge for you, Kat? At Disneyland, you mean? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, what what is it? It's Rizzo's. It's Rizzo's now. Oh, Rizzo's hands down because Rizzo's has a gluten free pizza. Ah. And Pizza like Fari doesn't. Pizza Fari doesn't. Yeah, you're right. No. Pizza Fari does not have a gluten free option. They have a vegan option, but they don't have a gluten free option. They they should. They really yeah. should. they should have a yeah. at any one of their pizza places. They should have gluten free now. It it should be like a thing. Yeah, they do offer a couple of other things like they have a caprese salad that's technically gluten free. But yeah, when it's like 100 degrees outside, the last thing I want to do is eat a slab of mozzarella. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I'll take my Mr. Kamal's fries to go, please. Thank you. Next on the list is deserving of this place and probably (laughs) 
of probably even scores even higher on my worst restaurants in all of the Walt Disney World Resort. Kristen, what is it? It is Maria and Enzo's Restaurante in Disney Springs, which we talked about this. We actually, a long time ago, when we did a, we did our best, our worst, when we were doing the happy hour shows, Mm -hmm. and this was one that multiple people had as their worst dining experience that was like was number Maria one on our list. that was number one on our list number one in and our it hearts. was a shame because this place when i went there i was so hoping for something phenomenal when you when had, they opened they promised so much oh yeah i remember they had all up these this italians working there so you would you expected it to be more too this is literally the laziest restaurant in of all the Walt Disney World Resort. There is no, uh, the service is subpar. And I say that from from doing this restaurant multiple times. Yeah. I, we have given this restaurant too much money because we wanted it to, to succeed. We wanted to be wowed. We wanted it to be superb but it fell short every single time. And I'm not just talking fell short, really, it just fell on its face. And so as beautiful as a restaurant is, as authentic as it is, uh, it is beautiful, as authentic as they sold it to be, it, it's certainly not. It is pasta, spaghetti, appetizers, all very cold, reaching to the table, Wait staff was just unresponsive, could care less if you could be there in the two to three times, I think maybe three times that we've actually eaten at this restaurant. Mm-hmm. So just subpar on so many different levels. If I were to give it a 10, um, you know, a blank out of 10 rating, this would easily fall into my two. Two out of I 10. agree. I've said this before. I'll say it again, I'm sure. But it's airport themed and they served you airplane restaurants. Oh, and I've had better airplane restaurant food. Oh, for sure. No, and that says a lot. Now, I'm going to attempt to read a review as we vamp. Um, this this one I'm really, really surprised. But uh, so, look, I like all things, your mileage may vary. So this person recommends it. Uh, says pleasantly surprised based on past reviews i was prepared prepared for a so-so experience the dining area is bright and open not too noisy the food for our taste was perfect the lasagna bolognese was good this could now be the best kept secret at disney springs because they've really upped their service and menu since older reviews as always uh your mileage may vary but we would also recommend it as a good option. Pros, great open, airy, airy dining area with wonderful view of the water at Disney Springs. Okay, so a couple of these are very positive. Now, this one is very negative. We ate dinner here in 2022. My husband had the short rib entree and within three hours was violently ill with food poisoning. He lost an entire day of our vacation and continued to feel bad for most of our trip. How very disappointing. Do not eat here. The pros. The bar below the restaurant, Enzo's Hideaway, was lovely, uh-huh. and we wish we'd eaten there. Cons. Food poisoning. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, not to laugh at the food poisoning. Just... Uh, uh, this one was also not recommended. A two out of ten. The menu that you see here on the My Disney Experience app is not what they offer in the restaurant. It is much smaller menu. I ordered the braised beef, and it was dry and tasteless. I didn't eat any of it and didn't sh- and shared it with my share the dish with my husband uh, and shared the dish my husband ordered rather the dish I ordered was thirty eight dollars and it was not offered a refund I'm not picky and rarely complain but this is disappointing I'm also expecting to spend a lot of money at Disney and I'm okay with that as long as the food is good their service was also very very slow we waited twenty five minutes to get beverages this was our Excellent. actual experience Kristen myself. Pros, Dry, none. cold food. Uh, cons, food below average will not compensate for the food that is subpar, slow service. Uh, yes. <laughs> we uh, Last thing I'm going to mention, I won't read any more reviews. Um, <laughs> you know, it's a mixed bag, but generally very negative. Um, we said to ourselves at the table, 
a group of us. There was how many of us? Seven or eight people there when we went last time? Six. Six. Right? Yeah, six. And I said, we'll order the spaghetti and meatballs and an extra side of meatballs. How can they? Uh, surely they can't screw this up. Famous last words. That's all I'll say. Let's move on, shall we? Yes. Cat, <laughs> what's at number two? <laughs> oh, at number two is Sasagula Floatworks and Food Factory. Ooh. At is this at Port Orleans? French yes. Quarter side. French Quarter. French Quarter. Yeah, French yeah. Quarter. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I would not recommend this at all. Not not even a little bit anymore. Back in the day, I don't think they have them anymore. They're not on the menu. I just looked again, but they still have them at Scat Cats. Back in the day, they used to have gluten-free beignets at this location. And we would go out of our way to get them because they were amazing. And then they stopped serving them during the panini mm-hmm. and didn't and to my knowledge did not bring them back but they still have them at scat cats scat cats over this every time um it, it's just it's a hotel food court you know i i don't yeah it's not even the best hotel food court there it's far <laughs> from the best hotel food in terms court. of like hotel food courts on disney property yeah I would eat. There's just so much better. I would eat at Pop Century over this any day. Of the Pop week. Century has a great food court. I like the Pop Century food. And I this this and hotel, Kristen, correct me if I'm wrong. This hotel is a higher. This is a deluxe hotel. Yes. No, no it is a moderate. moderate. Oh, okay. So if you were to look at a pier of this particular restaurant, it would be Pepper Market, right? Yes, which isn't Pepper Market anymore. Well, I don't even know what they call it anymore over it. I know. We were we just stayed, there. We just stayed at Cordado Springs. I always it will, will call it Pepper Market. I know. And it's had a few names since then, but it will always be the Pepper Market. It will always be in my heart and mind, Pepper Market. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> you, want to, you want to read what one reviewer said about this, Kristen? It's right here, starting here. I know. I was going to. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Typical resort food court options. Some favorites throughout our stay were the gumbo burgers and pizza. The jambalaya seemed like it was straight from a Zatarain's box with a few pieces of meat. Not so good. Breakfast platters were just okay. The scrambled eggs definitely seem like some type of egg product and not actual egg. Welcome to Disney. The <laughs> breakfast potatoes were dry and old. I would stick to the Mickey waffles and breakfast meats. Um, it's not good when half of the buffet or half of the the offerings for breakfast are things that that are not edible. <laughs> I feel like yeah. for the most part, though, if you're go like when you go to a food court like this and you're getting something like jambalaya and gumbo they're not they are totally not going to be legit it, it's it's going to be probably something out of a like box. actually had her hands you know it's just it's not good it's going to be dry just don't expect a good well, cajun or creole food jambalaya at a buffet is spells disaster for me because well, you this, can't well, keep it you can't keep it court. fresh you can't keep it moist you just can't the things that you want to be fresh and flavorful like jambalaya is definitely not something you want at a buffet. You just don't. You just don't do that. I don't think you can do that. Jambalaya is something that I rarely order anymore because 90% of the time that I order it, and that includes Blue, Blue Bayou, it comes yeah. out dry, dry and cold and just not not good not fresh no No. and that i know i mean Mm. the batch there's nothing worse than a big batch i mean maybe i'm wrong you know but when i eat it like yaz um you know a creole restaurant they have like a yaz here right 
over there in Cool Springs. They did, yes. Yeah. Oh, they did? They closed it? It went out of business recently. See, oh, man. I used to eat at that place in Fort Wayne all the time when I would go for traveling. But, uh, yeah, no. I want a Copeland's back here again. <laughs> Anything else uh, for Sasagula that's number two? All right. Earned it. Definitely earned, earned it. it. Well, I think this is probably the number one um, restaurant out of all the blah, 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 poorly reviewed restaurants. Um, and it probably sits up top for most people, except for Sourcy. Sourcy I was just going to say, this isn't restaurant. this the place that is like one of Sourcy's favorites? It's one of his favorites. And, and I can imagine why. I mean, you have to have a really good Chinese restaurant in order to compare this to, and maybe in, in new Orleans where he's at, they don't really have a good Chinese restaurant there. And sad that he hasn't found a good Chinese restaurant in new Orleans. It is. Well, he's outside of new Orleans. Okay. Cause in new Orleans, there's a lot of good Chinese food. There's a lot of great, and there's a lot of great food. There's a lot of of good Asian food in new Orleans. Y'all. Dang y'all. Yeah. But I mean, but if he loves, you know, Hey, you know what? Once again, your mileage may vary. Mm-hmm. Nine Dragons restaurant is listed as number one, the most, you know, not the best rated, the number one of the worst rated restaurants on Yelp. Uh, Kristen, what would you like to say about Nine Dragons at Epcot? Uh, it's not my number one. When I'm thinking, first of all, I'm going to say, when I'm thinking of like worst restaurants, in a list like this, the first thing that comes to my mind is not quick service. It is going to be like a table service location. Yeah. Agree. So, but I would put this right behind Maria and Enzo's because I don't like the food here. Um, I, I've even the the chicken dish that's like famous from here that I've made out of the cookbook mm-hmm. yeah, me so making it out of the cookbook tastes better than it does it at crystal, nine dragon was, was it the crystal chicken that she made it's not crystal chicken i oh. can't remember what it's called honey okay. sesame chicken oh, or honey something sesame like chicken. that oh, yeah, yeah. sesame chicken yes um go back it's to just not the food here and i wanted to like it and we've tried it multiple times um, one because they were doing that whole dim sum thing, and that's I love dim sum. Your thing, so I was willing it to was go okay. here. That was the last time we've been, and um, I don't plan on going back anytime in the next decade. No, uh, it's just not like a lot of people. I'm sure in the comments who have negative reviews about this place are going to say, "I can get better." Chinese food where I live. Mm-hmm. That's true. And I can pay a lot less. I mean, you're going to pay half or even less than half of that at home and it's going to taste better. But it is, I will say, it is a very beautiful restaurant. I feel like they can overhaul this restaurant and make it a totally dim sum esque restaurant and just totally focus on dim sum and be better (laughs) make it better i don't know how else they could make it better other than putting you know you know i don't know some other you know chinese chef you know celebrity chef weighing in there yeah but it's just really it's it's not all that at all uh, service is great, of course. The restaurant is great. It's immaculate. It's it's beautiful. It's fun, you know. And very so, clean. if you want, if you yeah, very clean, you know. But once again, it's nothing to write home about, which is unfortunate because you want to be able to have an experience like I can't wait to bust open the doors and get in there and eat. You know, I get that at Tepanito. I get that over there at Beer Garden. I get, I, I, you know, get that at so many different t- places. Like I like Spice Road Table, uh, mm. Crown. I mean, the list goes on and on. But I don't feel that way about China Pavilion in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Whether it, it's the yeah. cafe or whether it's Nine Dragons, it's uninspiring. Nothing to write home about, and that's a darn shame. 
Yeah. It it feels like this one and I, oh, I'm going to butcher it. I butcher it every time. Ashkahoos, whatever it is, yeah, there with Frozen. Yeah. Whatever. Um those are like the two worst sit-down restaurants on uh the the World Showcase. Oh, Ooh. yeah. And yeah. they're right next to each other cuz it's like you have winner and Mexico and then two losers and then everything else is like at least decent if not great yeah I... so it's weird it's weird that these those two that are right next to each other are like such huge misses I mean, yeah uh, i feel that way between about between those two pavilions there's like nothing to, if you're gonna if you're gonna go to anything go to kringla and get some kind of bakery thing yeah kringla's fine and joy of tea <laughs> i was gonna say and go to joy, joy of tea, of tea. Joy of tea. Tipsy yeah. ducks in love and like and boba it. milk tea and then walk away because that's it's that's a it. it's a wasted opportunity and they gotta know they gotta know this at Disney you know yeah. that's why they that's why they decided to over Morocco to take down the the tangerine not tangerine cafe uh, what was that place restaurant Marrakesh restaurant Marrakesh because it sucked yeah it it was horrible okay. what an abomination that restaurant and this restaurant were always like if you went in and it is packed and it is busy season and you walked into guest relations because they always had the sign up with the restaurants and if there was openings it would always say available yeah every other restaurant would be booked except for restaurant marrakesh and nine and dragons, nine dragons. For, yep. for good reason you know it's such a wasted it's a wasted space i think for sure yeah it's a wasted oh, yeah. opportunity you know it's completely wasted opportunity so we're gonna do we're gonna wrap up the show and read a couple reviews not recommend cat, you want cat to oh, cat, would you like to read some reviews i can let's see if i can find a good one oh they don't have to be good it's at the bottom of the list baby well that, that's the good bad bad good <laughs> um okay uh, <clears throat> this was the most painfully average dining experience on Disney property. <laughs> the restaurant is pretty and the service was outstanding, but the food was the quality of any strip mall Chinese, literally the wish.com of Disney dining. Oh, beautifully advertised, but bland and cheap in flavor, execution and presentation. Sadly, it was a very forgettable experience amidst a sea of spectacular dining options. Uh, yikes. That, yikes. That That's right there, that. that review is a perfect like that sums it up everything up yeah nailed it yep so once again it those were the worst rated on yelp we'll go around the room real quick and what is your worst if you were to write a yelp review what would be the number one worst restaurant on your your list on walt disney world property cat my in my personal experience i'm gonna don't at me nobody come at me on twitter on instagram for this not twitter i'm not on twitter anymore don't come at me i put morimoto's at my worst worst experience worst service worst everything yeah he's at the top and well, i haven't been back since we had our issue so i hope that it's improved but i know a lot of people like it for me that would be my lowest reviewed on yelp would be morimoto's hey if i had your experience i'd do the same thing yeah unfortunately we don't we had quite the opposite experience yeah we did not have good service it was very no. very slow yeah we didn't they have were good very service they were one friendly time. they mm -hmm. were you know that wasn't the issue it was incredibly slow and it wasn't yeah. one time okay it was several times yeah it was every time it was every time you're right That's so okay. it's, it's mid for you guys but it's yeah it's bottom of the barrel for me a little bit which is oh. unfortunate because i just love him so much mm -hmm. yeah well then at least do the quick service you know maybe do better they not i can't have anything at their quick oh, you service. Can't. Yeah. oh dang it just the drinks the drinks are always good yeah, well. <laughs> okay there you go that's how you start you just go there for the drinks and then exactly you else and exactly yeah Aldon? Uh Marina Enzo's is number one. Just the most disappointing of all of all time. 
I can't say anything for Restaurant Marrakesh because it's no longer there. Nine Dragons. That is, was your worst. That place you would not. Yeah, that even that think and about Paradiso. That and Paradiso. I was gonna say Paradiso. Paradiso Thirty Seven. That was my second. That was my second choice. Is Paradiso Thirty Seven? Yeah, it's just it's. <sighs> they got to get rid of that. Yeah. It's a hole, y'all. Here's but here's I mean, my question, Kristen. Before you say your top worst, what would you recommend in exchange for Maria Enzo's? Like you say, Maria Enzo's is the bottom of the barrel, but I want Italian food. This is what I'm going to recommend to you. Oh, Let's see, Portobe- <laughs> Portobello. It's not Portobello anymore. What the hell do they call that now? <laughs> uh, Trattoria. No. no. Yeah. Oh, that's over at the boardwalk. Oh, sh- um, it is. I know exactly what you're talking about, though, because it's the place with the like gigantic charcuterie ladder. Yes. Yeah. Me there. Terralina. Terralina. Yes. Yes. Um, I would say there. Or. or... Ravello. There you go. Of I, course. Of course. Knew it. How could you not? Chef Fabrizio would be uh Yeah, that he would be he would be going Kristen tisk tisk tisk. Yeah, I would I would say Ravello. Yeah. Followed by Carolina, followed by Al Forno. Cuz we've had good dishes at El, El Forno. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Trattoria is nice. It's just it's nice over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah the food's not it's not great it's not terrible it's just it's nice yeah yeah um so my worst mm. okay i'm gonna i'm gonna have to go with paradiso 37 mm. over maria and enzo's the reason being is that when you tell somebody your food is undercooked and it needs to be cooked and and this is something that needs to be cooked thoroughly um and that you let them know you have a medical condition where you cannot have food that is not of the because there's graded food in which you can serve something undercooked Mm -hmm. and it's not of that grade and somebody says to you, I can't eat this because it's not it's not thoroughly cooked. It's cold and raw in the center. And they go back to the chef. And they come back out and says, he said it's okay for you to eat. And that's their response. No. The um, chef didn't even come out. No, 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 neither did the manager. Like nobody, no. came, nobody by. came out. I didn't even eat it and we still had to pay for it. No, because nobody, nobody would come and address the issue. And so at that point, I was like, you know, we never have a good meal here. And this is the last straw. Like, yeah, I if somebody says of your worst restaurants, is there any of them you would never in a million years go back to? That's it. I won't go back. No, it's not worth it. He's blacklisted that. You know, I, even 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 I went back to ABC commissary, commissary, and it's great now. Like I I like going there. As a chef, when you know a food is supposed to be cooked at a certain temperature, you don't tell a server to tell somebody who gives you the whole thing. Like I can't eat this. Like it's undercooked, and it will ma- it will make me sick. Well, you don't argue with a customer regarding that. You know, you don't as a like, chef tell on. somebody, no, it's okay for them to eat that. It's fine. I don't have the server. Don't have the server do your dirty. What's the worst that could happen? Oh, the worst that could happen is what happened to you when we went to Disney on our anniversary like 10 years ago and you ended up doing the world showcase, um, the world showcase tour of every restroom. Oh, me? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that restaurant doesn't exist anymore. Uh, Yeah, I got food poisoning. Literally, we ate and I got in line over it frozen. Before it was frozen, when it was Maelstrom, and we're standing in line, and literally, all of a sudden, I went, 
oh god, I gotta get to a bathroom. <laughs> and took off. And um, that there was no no eating or drinking for like three days. It was <sighs> oh, it'd it take you to bad. the hospital. It was bad. Anyway, any final words and thoughts, Cat? Did we take Cat's notes already? On her worst? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's just been one crazy show. Hey, you know what? We we thought we weren't going to have enough to talk about during this show, but clearly we did. It turned out. It turned out, and I hope you were. Uh, you we were there hope for you've it. enjoyed it. Oh, <laughs> you we hope you enjoyed this episode. You've been informed <laughs> and well entertained. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's good. It's really good. I'm down with it. Anyway. We hope you enjoyed this edition of the Dining at Disney podcast. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> you, should I go ahead and finish it for you? No. Okay. I'll, I'll go. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> if you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and click that notification bell. <laughs> you are the reason that we do this show. So, if you enjoy it, as we know you do... Please share and give us a five-star review. That is the one thing that you can do that greatly helps the show. It gets more people watching, gives us more reason to continue doing this. So, if you want to support the show in other ways, you can consider becoming a supporter on Spotify or Shopper Links. We've got Disney Store, Amazon, Kingdom Stroller, Garden Grocer, and now is the time to start thinking about yes I hate to say it Christmas because they already are putting the Christmas decorations in stores and getting rid of Halloween we're a month from Halloween people just saying but if you're going to shop those links go to diningatdisney.com or check in the show notes below hey by the way Kristen what's your Disney travel deal for this week oh yeah. Did we we did not do that. We didn't do it because we we're too busy talking about horrible Yelp reviews. <laughs> <laughs> what you got real quick? Well, you can save up to 25% on rooms at select Disney Resort hotels at Walt Disney World in 2024. And the earlier book, the more you save. Mm. You can save up to 25% on stays most Sundays to Thursday nights from January 9th through February 22nd. And up to 30% on stays most nights February 25th through March 24th. However, to get those discounts, you have to book by December 15th. If you book after that, you can save up to 25 or 20. So you're not going to save... You're going to save 5% more if you book by December 15th. Save time, money, aggravation. Take advantages of all of Kristen's great deals. Uh, You just saved a friend of ours a buku amount of dough because you found a deal for them. I found her this deal. Found her this deal. There you go. This (laughs) deal. Saved several hundred dollars on the vacation. Um, Kristen's going to do that for you. Uh, She'll also be able to book any cruise line. Um, whether it's Norwegian or Caribbean or Royal Caribbean, Norwegian, Disney, of course, so many others, um, as well as Universal. Kristen, where can people email you? They can email me at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. Awesome. And I do have to say that I think in November that we should do a review of the Royal Caribbean uh, dining. Okay. On the oh, yes, I want to hear everything after your trip. Yeah, sure. You can do that for sure. Anyway, gang, uh, with that said, you can find me, Al John Go, on Instagram. You can also check out my other podcast with fellow Disney creative and world renowned author, animator Dave Bossert, called Skull Rock Podcast, where we talk about all things pop culture, Disney. We talk about the Disney Renaissance, a lot of animation, and a lot of great guests. So please check out that show. You can also find, of course, Cat's Podcast there, as well everywhere you find podcasts. It's called Eat the Pictures, a bite-sized podcast about food film. It's so much fun, and you can get it wherever podcasts are found. Cat, You can find me on Instagram, talking about NSYNC, probably. 
uh, catastrophe <laughs> at C-A-T underscore A-S-T-R-O-P-H-E. Dining at Disney can be found on all your favorite social media sites, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and of course at diningatdisney.com. If you haven't already, join our Facebook group, Dining at Disney, and check out our friends, the Disney Dorks and the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone. And of course, you can listen to Sorcerer Radio all day long, every day at srsounds.com. We were just talking about Christmas, and Christmas time at srsounds.com is the best time of the year to listen, in my opinion. Uh huh. Until next time, I've been Kat. That's been Kristen and Al John. Bon appetit. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment and informational purposes. All other trademarks mentioned are the property of their respective owners.